Welcome to the podcast at thatguitarlover.com. I'm Ross Chevalier. Resonators, or steel guitars, are well known for their ethereal tone. Most often these guitars are played with a slide of some time, and we have come to know their sound as this sliding, somewhat witchy tone. Music commonly found to use these instruments includes classic bluegrass, deep southern blues, and in country music as an alternative to a table-style pedal steel guitar. Resonators use a metal cone that has been bent and burnished. Sometimes we call that turned. And it's placed under a decorative wheel on the top of the guitar instead of using a traditional acoustic sound hole. Sometimes there are smaller resonator discs or open F-holes on the front, lower, and upper bouts but the majority of the sound comes from the large resonator, or in the case of some designs, multiple resonators underneath the covered disc or discs. These instruments, while being acoustic, most commonly use steel resonator strings more than might be found to use 8020 or phosphor bronze strings although many players prefer the tone of the older style alloy called Monel. That doesn't mean that you can't use regular acoustic strings on a resonator. You should use whatever sounds good to you. I personally love Monel strings as an alternative to more traditional acoustic strings, and they also deliver a unique tone on electric guitars, considering that the string blends that we use now only came into being in the late 1960s. So, yeah, all those vintage 50s guitars were voiced for Monel strings. But I digressed. There were two primary makers of resonator guitars in the early days. Often, resonators are generically referred to as Dobros, but this is a mistake. The Dobro company was founded by the Dopierre brothers, and the majority of their instruments used wooden bodies with the resonator discs built into the top. John Dopiera is credited with the creation of the first resonator back in the 1920s, built to service the requirements of professional player George Beauchamp, who play, complained that he could not be heard over the other instruments in the orchestra where he was playing. The other best-known company, called National, built their favorite instruments with all metal bodies mostly. You can, in fact, see a photo of a national tricone on the cover of the Dire Straits album Brothers in Arms. Today, a number of overseas makers continue to build resonator guitars, including Epiphone, Gretsch, Recording King, Fender, and Dan Electro. The national company is still in business and still makes their own all-resonator guitars. Let's take a moment to examine how resonators work. A resonator takes the string vibrations and transfers them via the bridge to this spinning cone or cones within the guitar body. Just like a speaker cone transfers sound via its shape, 
so does a resonator cone enhance the sound of the resonator guitar. There are three different designs of resonator cones, all of which generate sound in slightly different ways and offer different characteristics. The cone type called the biscuit is probably the most common resonator cone, and it features a spun metal cone that points into the guitar body. The sound waves bounce around inside the guitar body before exiting via either the small sound holes or out through the resonation top itself. This tends to result in a nice warm tone, and often people will call it more bass rich. Biscuit cone resonators offer excellent projection, which makes them great for finger picking styles, but they don't offer quite as much sustain when used for slide. The spider cone, which is most commonly found on wood body resonators, faces up towards the guitar's top. The term spider comes from the method by which the bridge is mounted to the cone, featuring multiple arms that look like a spider's web reaching out to the edges of the cone. This gives an even transfer of vibrations, which results in a bright tone that is not quite as loud as a biscuit cone, but delivers more sustain. The tricone is the most complex form of the resonator, and it features three smaller cones with two cones under the bass strings and one cone under the treble strings. They're connected to the bridge via a T-bar, which provides an excellent balance between volume and sustain, making it the favored choice for slide guitar players. Tricones, while they tend to be more expensive, provide all the strengths of the biscuit and spider cone designs and avoid most of the downsides. You can definitely hear a difference between cone designs, and if you're considering a resonator, you really want to be able to play the three different cone types, and that means making the trip to a guitar shop that not only carries resonators, but knows more than just which corner they're stuffed in. I next want to talk about the neck shapes, because resonator guitars have two distinct neck shapes. The one that would serve more traditional guitarists are called round necks. They're wide, chunky necks, but you can still play them standing or sitting with the guitar in a traditional hold. The other variant, called the square neck, are just that. The guitar is played lying on its back, often in the lap of the player and held with strap. This style of resonator is almost always played with some kind of slide or bar. My own resonator, an older Epiphone with an all-metal body, has a round neck, but because I use it for slide only, I use heavy gauge resonator strings. Personally, I only use the 16 to 56 gauge set from Kurt Mangan, but that's because they work best for me. While you can certainly string a round neck resonator with 12s, the flat fingerboard and chunky neck is found to be a challenge by many, particularly with, for folks with smaller hands and less powerful fingers. Let's talk a little bit about playing and the tuning of the resonator. Some players tune the resonator to the same standard as a regular guitar, so you can play the chords you know. But more commonly, the resonator is tuned to an open tuning, like open G, or D, A, D, F sharp, A, D, which we see as a minor modification to the well-known dadgad. 
While finger picking is a popular way to play a resonator, the use of a slide made from metal, glass, ceramic, or another material is the most common method. Slide is easiest with an open tuning as the slide thus, when touching all the strings at a fret position, creates a chord. Some players will use a bar which has a narrower edge than a slide, such as what we would find used on pedal steel or lap steel guitars. It's the use of the slide that really calls out the signature tones of a resonator guitar. When it comes to recording a resonator guitar, you will find some with built-in piezo pickups, but they sound, in my opinion, uniformly awful. Resonators produce glistening tones, and the spiky tendency of piezos combine to make a noise that I think makes your ears bleed. You can, however, record a resonator. My recommendation is to use a warm condenser microphone or even a ribbon microphone so you can get the dynamic range without that really high spike in the ear, high tones. Now, of course, you may want to play your resonator live and resonators are much louder than a traditional acoustic guitar. However, if your gigging requirements need sound and reinforcement, your best bet is to put a microphone in front of the guitar. In this case, it means the player is best to be restricted in movement for consistency of volume and tone. Now, if you are interested in hearing the sound of resonator guitars, I'm always inclined to direct you to great players. And the one that always comes to my mind is Jerry Douglas. If you're a more rock fan, you may already know of Colin James's song, National Steel. It's a haunting, by-you-rich voodoo fable built on the resonator guitar. Mark Knopfler is a very respected resonator player, and many other guitarists have used resonators or their lap steel cousins to great effect. Consider the work of Taj Mahal, Dwayne Allman, Keith Richards, and Bruce Coburn as prolific artists who have all used resonators both live and on record. I hope that you found this episode interesting, and if so inclined, you make the effort to head out and try a resonator at your preferred music shop. Thanks all for listening, and for your support of the channel. I'm Ross Chevalier, and I wish you peace and health.